Welcome back to Luminous Space. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may wholly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. It seems that autumn has arrived here in Tennessee, as well it should. It is October. With that, many of us probably begin to change our clothes, change our outlook, and change some of the rhythms of our life. It gets a little cooler in the morning, in the evening, and during the day. And paying attention to those changes could be helpful. The way this year has been for the world, especially here in the U.S., it seems that many of us are probably welcoming a change of pace, a change of rhythm. Maybe looking forward to celebrating something. That brings us to Matthew 22, 1 through 14. This is the parable of the wedding feast. This is a fairly iconic passage from Matthew. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they did not come. Again, he sent other servants saying, tell those who are invited, see, I have prepared a dinner. My oxen and my fat calf have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off. One to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully and killed them. The king was angry, and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited are not worthy. Go therefore into the main roads and invite the wedding feast to the wedding feast as many you can find. And those servants went out to the roads and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there was a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, 
bind him hand and foot and cast him out into outer darkness. In that place, there were weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. This is the gospel of our Lord. At first glance or first hear, you may be disturbed by this parable. It's somewhat confusing. We all follow patterns, rhythms. When the seasons change, we change. Our outfits change, a wardrobe, maybe our rhythms of being outside and what we do outside. Maybe we shift things around a little bit. But patterns, there's patterns for getting up, going to bed. There's traffic patterns, flight patterns. Even the church follows patterns, regardless of your tradition. Luminous specifically is a community of fasting and feasting. We follow the liturgy that helps us to become the work of the people by practicing the work of the people together. By writing the rhythms and patterns of the scripture and the narrative of Jesus In the Gospels, we see patterns and provisions made for our souls. It's as if it is represented by a royal feast made by a king. And we are fairly used to Jesus explaining what his parables mean to his disciples. He means them to create awareness, a bigger picture, to broaden the illustrations of what it means to be a part of the way. Here, this king had a banquet thrown for his son. And when he invited the first group of people, they were probably the highly esteemed and popular people within the community. But they declined the invitation. Then when the king asked for his troops to go and invite everyone to the banquet, many turned up. And they were probably unique by chance. And they had an opportunity to go to a feast, a celebration party. This was not something that they would do on a normal basis. They knew who it was for and they dressed up. Basically, they understood what needed to happen in order to go to this wedding feast, this banquet. Except for this one guy. We don't know his story but we know he accepted the invitation. He knew he'd be fed and would probably have a great time, but wasn't ready. This parable seems to be revealing uh, the first group of people to be indifferent or maybe apathetic. They weren't interested in this invitation. The second group didn't come because of force, though the troops would seem like that was the case at first glance. Apathy leaves us on the outside of opportunity. And indifference can leave us lifeless 
when beauty and adventure are to be experienced right in front of us. That may be a part of the picture here. See, God loves us for who we are, wherever we are, however ill-equipped or unprepared we are. When we live into devotion, this is where God's glory is reflected. This is where we become luminous people. This is not simply consuming the things of God because as we know, God is of being, action, and even substance. God not only wants us to soak up God's presence, but wants that to be blended into our lives. A sacramental way of life. Seeing God in all things and all things in God. When we focus only on one part of doing, we ignore the other parts. And this parable has definitely challenged me each time I go through this. We should be more holistic in our approach to how we live as disciples of Christ, embracing the opportunities that we are given, even when they're disguised, to avoid and even push back on apathy and indifference, to engage for the greater good of humanity. The message here seems fairly clear. God longs for everyone to share joys that pass our understanding, just as the peace that we are given that passes our understanding. That is good news. It's great news. Indifference, willfulness, and carelessness have a unique power to make us misplaced. And in doing so, it misplaces our joy, our peace, our wellness. May we be mindful and aware of the opportunities around us to engage in the otherness of life. This is where God reveals himself in beautiful ways in unfamiliar ways, in surprising ways. Maybe saying yes to a simple feast leads to something bigger, or maybe life is a feast itself, and we just need to be aware of it. One practical application here that I would maybe challenge us with, prayer 
as resistance. Pray to resist apathy and indifference. And in doing so, our awareness heightens to the good news all around us. May the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, establish, strengthen, and settle you in the faith. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be with you and remain with you always. Amen.